good Sunday evening. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Sunday Rise. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG, newly christened 40. Don't come after these kids. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Feeling good. Uh, got a lot to cover tonight. Should be joined by the Swamp Queen Lady C, the boss BJ, uh, in a few minutes. Um, but let me just say this before we get started on week five. A lot of news came out. John Gruden uh, is under fire right now for some emails he sent back and forth in 2011. Uh Talking about Demory Smith and also uh, Roger Goodell. Um, <laughs> ten years later, and they 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 said uh, Gruden said a lot of his a lot of these emails were flagged because of what he said about Goodell during the uh, the labor disagreement that led to a lockout. So, in 2011, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not mistaken. Uh, John Gruden was in the booth. Correct. He was hired by ESPN in 2009. So, you know, he was working for ESPN at the time. And these emails came out. Here we are 10 years later. And you know, you're talking about uh, John Gruden's emails back in 2011. Now, this is from Adam Schefter. John Gruden disparaged NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell with vulgar, a vulgar description in one of several emails that were among the materials provided by the league to the Las Vegas Raiders this past week. Gruden confirmed to ESPN's Chris Morton's. Gruden's emails also included harsh words for a handful of team owners who were involved in the 2011 labor disagreement that led to a lockout. Gruden said, I quote, I was in a bad frame of mind at the time, and I called Roger Goodell an expletive in one of these emails, too. They were keeping players and coaches from doing what they love with the lockout. They were also a lot of things being reported publicly about the safety of the sport that I love. I was on a mission with the high school football, with high school football in the time in, in the Tampa, Florida area during the time, and there were a lot of parents who were scared about letting their kids play football, and it just didn't sit well with me. Here's my thing. Yeah, you got email uh, uh, confirmation what John Gruden said about Roger Goodell. But it's nothing worse than what people have said, period, about Roger Goodell during the last 10 to 12 years. Okay? Roger Goodell has been called everything probably but a child of God. So you're mad that John Gruden said something. And what he said about Demory Smith, I, I saw it. And was it wrong? Yes, it was very wrong. Now, here's my thing, and I'm not excusing it. Don't just reprimand John Gruden. Reprimand everybody that has said something vulgar and disparaging and kind of sort of racially motivated about Demory Smith. Because 
even the black players have called him out about the way he acts. So, hey, what's going on, boss BJ? He's in here. I just want to, I just wanted to say something real quick, and it has nothing to do with what you're talking about. I don't have a headset in, so did they update the app? I know this is completely left field. <laughs> this is like this is like a dump truck t-boning you in the intersection, but <laughs> I don't have a headset in, and I'm like, I see the mic green. I'm like, let me see if I, they can hear me, and y'all can hear me. I'm yes, I'm proud please. of that. Yes, can hear you loud and clear. And we, we also got you, ah, Lady C. What's going on? But this- yeah, I was struggling. I was struggling getting home from work and changing clothes. So yeah, came in and had to be quiet real quick. Mm. 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 It's a family show. <laughs> We're gonna leave that alone. This is a family show. Bless- this is a Sunday, the day the Lord has made. We will be nice. Into ways, into ways. Yeah, Roger Goodell. Come on. Come yeah, on. yeah. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> yeah. keep an eye on this because we got to move on. We're gonna keep an eye on this and see how that turns out. But come on now, we talking something that happened ten years ago in an email, and what he and I think. Once it came out that he said something disparaging about Roger Goodell, now it has more traction than it did because it started to die down when they were talking about Demory Smith. Don't even touch it. Don't don't even don't even do it. Don't even do it. And I, I'll leave it at that. The no. boss said, "Put a pin in it." I'll leave it at that. We'll watch. Um, we'll watch I, what's I, going on. I know exactly where you're going. I saw it, and you know me and you be on the same. Same, same, same eye level, and don't even do it because we got cut off last show. We were talking about something that they had nothing to do with sports, and the powers to be cut us down. So we going, we gonna chill. Yeah, exactly. So moving right along, we got our first London game uh, today: the Jets versus Falcons. Uh, Falcons are up twenty to nine right now. Jets just scored a touchdown, pinned the extra point. Uh. But we got four games to dive into today. And our four games, the first and foremost, uh, Denver versus uh, uh, Pittsburgh. This is a sideline junkie clash. Uh, Delonte versus Jim and Junie. Broncos are one and a half point favorite. Over under is 40. Um, is Teddy Bridgewater playing today? Is Bridgewater active? Well, we don't, won't find out until... Uh, Game time. Hmm. But I'll find that out. We'll throw it to Lady C first. Uh, Lady C, who do you yeah, like in the Denver Pittsburgh game? It's a questionable, but questionable. Mm. D. Big D say yes. Um, okay, so he is playing. Mm. That's a different game. I guess that, yeah. Whole different ball game. Um, so, you know, you got the Broncos and the Steelers. They're both coming off of a loss from last week. Um, like, they, I mean, and as much as I like Teddy, love the guy, you know, they, they both have to get their, their quarterback situations, uh, 
secured. They got to get it, get it going straight. Um, so let's see, let me go over my notes I got here. <clears throat> so if Bridgewater didn't play, it was damn sure going to be a good, a good loss. It's going to be another double-digit loss if Bridgewater wasn't playing. But now that they are playing, um, I'm picking the Steelers to – I mean, I'm picking Denver to win this because, um, you know, Big Ben is still – he's not even quite 50% with his passes um, as opposed to Teddy. So, um. I got to go my you know throw my hat in the uh, ring with Broncos by five. Mm. Well, we got the the man of the hour, Delonte, joining in. I'm gonna throw morning, it over morning. to you. Good morning, man. Good to hear from morning, you, of folks. course. Yes, sir. Uh, this is your game, man. Yeah, I uh. Yeah, just like Lady C uh, said, Big Ben. Well, I don't even know if we call him Big Ben anymore. We might call him Medium Ben because his, his the 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 play has been, you know, and and no just the Junior and, and Jim, but it's 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 been real over the hill. Like you know, I'm I'm just I'm just keeping it a buck. I'm just keeping it real. Um, you know, what I'm saying you you can tell the end is near, but it's it's been a great career for him. You know, what I'm saying, and then that offensive line for Pittsburgh. Whew. It's you know it's real duct tape like so um I I think you know with with Teddy with Teddy B back uh we should you know we should, we should be able to pick up the win it's gonna be close you know what I'm saying it's gonna be close because making no mistake we're still trying to figure things out on our own um but I believe we'll win it it'll, it'll be a close game probably like a uh somewhere between a three to five point win you know. Uh, it'll probably come down to the end, you know, who, who can make the key plays, but I believe we'll we'll uh we'll pull it out and win today. All right, Big balls DJ. Like Kevin at 40 going down. Um look, wow. I'm gonna say that first of all, you know, we've been talking about, you know, Big Ben for the last couple of weeks and I Everything that Big Ben has been, you know, meant for the Steelers, you know, what, two Super Bowls. And, you know, I guess he's earned that right to, you know, say when he needs to go. You know, you, sometimes you get to that point where you where you earn that right to, to, to like, all right, I'm done. But at the same token, that offense is putrid. It's struggling. It's, it's, it looks awful with the quote-unquote all-star receivers they have. You know, and I don't like the Steelers for a different reason. I don't like them because of Juju and Clay's, uh, Chase Claypool. The the amount of shit they talk doesn't match to the production. And you could blame it on Big Ben, but if these guys are so damn good, they should be open every time. You know what I mean? And so I have a, a different hate for the Steelers that I normally would not have for the Steelers because they're normally not that type – they don't normally fill these type of players. Yeah, they had it with Antonio Brown, but usually the, the Steelers keep everything close to the chest. If they talk trashes among themselves, they don't they don't have players like this. So 
you know, the, their players are about getting the job done on the field, producing, and then letting it work show for themselves. This is a whole different generation of Steelers. Um, I think it's going to come to a point, and I and I, I really think it's going to be this game. If that offense isn't moving, I don't think you you think you're going to see number seven come out, and it's going to be a hurtful thing for uh, true diehard Steelers fans, except Big Jim, because Big Jim has has been told you how he's felt about Ben Roethlisberger, you know, for a long time, and he doesn't like him even when he even when Big Ben was doing doing his thing as far as you know, being productive. If Teddy Bridgewater is back today, and if he is at least 70% and, you know, he can go, this is a Denver victory. With that Denver defense, the pass rush they have, the, the amount of struggling and the ball holding that Big Ben is doing, holding that ball, it, it's going to be a long day for Pittsburgh if that's, you know, if that's the case. And, it, and I see the, the point spread for Denver is too. I don't think it's going to be that close, you know. And I and I'm saying if if we get a and if we get a Teddy Bridgewater that's at least seventy five percent with the with the ground game with Melvin Gordon with the pass rush that they have, this this could be this could get ugly. And um, I'm gonna say probably you're gonna look at like a 24-10, 10 game. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that close. So you know, we'll see. I, I think. I, I. I don't know if it's like I said. I think it's going to be this game where you might see a passing of the torch in Pittsburgh. Well, not quite the passing of the torch because, you know, who knows if is Dwayne Haskins still the backup for Pittsburgh? Yeah, he's the backup. Uh, Mason Rudolph is the third string. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if uh. If uh, what happens today might see a, a change in QB in Pittsburgh, but we'll see. Well, let me say this: if you see a change of QB in Pittsburgh, I've always been high on Dwayne Haskins, even when he was here and he was making bad decisions. Uh, you know, a lot of people ripped him for it. If you get to see Dwayne Haskins and Dwayne Haskins shows how he has the potential to be a star in this league and lead you down the field time and time again. If you see him today and he plays well, the rumor mill is going to start turning that Big Ben is done. But, uh, you know, Kenny Rogers said it better. Better. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. So only Big Ben can know these things when it's time to go. I mean, he has a Hall of Fame career. And I would love to see the Hall of Fame class with him, Eli, Drew Brees, and uh, 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 Rivers all in one class. All in one class. That that right there, that would be where it's at. Because those are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. All of them. So if Big Ben decides to hang it up, he's already got a Hall of Fame resume. His ticket to Canton is already punched. And he's a first ballot. So, But I'm going to take Denver in this one. Uh, of course, they'll beat the one and a half. Give me Denver 31-17 on this one. 
Uh, next game up, the Boss BJ's Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. That is the late game tonight. Uh-oh, I locked my dag on phone. Hold on. That's the late game tonight, and that game is at 820. Buffalo's three-point underdog over-under is 56 and a half. It's the Boss BJ's game. Let me start with the Boss BJ. Then we'll go to Lady C. Then we'll go to the Man of the Hour and come back to me. So, Boss BJ, take it away. Buffalo, Kansas City. Well, this is a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game where the Bills met the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead, and they showed that they were not on their level nowhere near. They showed that the stage was too big for them, that – that offense that started struggling towards the end of the year and was struggling during the playoffs was still struggling and still an issue. Um, they showed their glaring holes on defense, which was pass rushing. They didn't have an answer for Kansas City defensively and offensively. Kansas City got to Josh Allen often um, and had him shook. So, okay, you fast forward to now. Rematch of the AFC Championship game. Bills going to Arrowhead, like the big guy KG said. Uh, the the Chiefs are three point favorites, which is what you get at home. So pretty much this game is a uh, you know for uh, lack of a better term, an even slate because you get three points when you're the home team, and over on is fifty six. So this game, just like the Washington football team had a couple of weeks ago against Buffalo, going up to Buffalo and Highmark Stadium, that was Washington's uh, benchmark game. That was where we at against this team. This is the same for Buffalo. Yes, you've improved since the Pittsburgh game, the first game of the season. Your defense has shown out. The offense looks like it's starting to get going. But now we get to get to, to the cream of the crop of the AFC. And even though, you know, Kansas City, you know, is where they are, you know, they're still the cream in the crop. They're two and two. Buffalo's three and one coming in. So now Buffalo has a chance to be like, all right, where are we at now versus last year? Versus last year in this AFC championship game. You know, this is regular season. Uh, you know, understood. Um, read you a couple of of kind of like stats to stand out. Points allowed per game. The Buffalo defense is number one, allowing eleven. The Kansas City defense is 31st, allowing 31.3, okay? So this is going to be an interesting, very, very interesting uh, game. Defense uh, yards allowed, Buffalo first, 216.8. Kansas City, 31st, 437.8. Turnover differential, Buffalo first, plus seven. Kansas City, 27, negative three. Buffalo got a lot of proof this game. If they want to put the league on notice, if they want to show that, look, hey, we're serious, we're for real, then you have to beat Kansas City tonight in Arrowhead. It's going to be a hostile environment. Josh Allen said last year that was the most hostile environment he's played in thus far, that Arrowhead crowd last year. And they've, we already know, you know, they're a tough cookie there. That's one of the well, premier stadiums when it comes to noise. It's always been like that. So with that being said, not trying to, you know, wear my wear my team on my sleeve, but I'm I'm going with my boys tonight. 
I think is going to be, you know, you throw the stats out the window. Kansas City is Kansas City. And, you know, I know, you know, what I said about the point differentials and whatnot, but I think you're going to see a game that is going to go over the 56. And and I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to take Buffalo and I'm going to say it's going to be 34 31 Buffalo today in Arrowhead, and uh, the the Bills are going to move to 4-1 and and show that they're ready to take that next step in AFC. Lady C? Okay, okay. I agree with you. I agree with you, boss. Um, So... Like, y'all have some, you know, a couple of y'all key players are, are injured and questionable about coming coming into today's game, um, especially your running back, uh, Taiwan Jones. So, he's out with a hamstring injury. So, you know, the question is, is he playing today? And what kind of – what kind of numbers and yards is he looking to put up today if he does play? That's going to be a key factor with y'all. But you have, you know, Kansas City, they, they're two and two. Y'all are three and one. Um, you know, the Bills have, have made a, you know, a good little, little streak and everything with theirs. Um, but, you know, last week we have, the Chiefs that just stumped the hell out of uh, Philadelphia last week. And um, so, but I'm still going to pull for the Bills because <clears throat> they're, the Chiefs, you know, once they get going, they, they have a momentum. Like if something, something just doesn't click or it stops clicking or whatever and the defense starts breaking down. For some reason, the defense start breaking down. Either it's going to break down on the middle or it's going to break down on the outside. But that's where their disconnect comes from is their defense. So, but I'm going to pull – I'm pulling for the Bills in this one as well. Um, I lost my notes. <clears throat> Even though uh, Kansas City is, you know, favored to win, you know, being the home team, we're going to reverse that. We're going to put Bills in 10, at least 10. That's my pick. At least 10. Okay. Uh, Delonte? Oh, man. Uh, Saying though I hate Kansas City, um, well, everybody must caution know why. Uh, I'm I'm gonna keep it real and say their defense is going to be their downfall, and, and it's I believe that they're one of the worst ranked defenses in the league. Uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not You're mistaken, right. I, yeah. Right. It's and, and what's my man Honey Badger? He he can't do it by himself. You know, what I'm saying they they that, yeah that defense man that that defense is going to cause that that window of theirs to 
close earlier than expected because a lot of people forecast Kansas City window to be open for years to come. You know, um, Buffalo, I, I, I think Buffalo, they're going to be the ones that's that's going to, uh, you know, kick their own door in. You know what I'm saying? I I, uh, I like what I've seen from Buffalo uh, so far. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They 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 lost to Pittsburgh, but, you know, you, you, you can't win them all. You know, you can win most, but you can't win them all. Um, I I think Buffalo gonna win tonight. Uh, that that defense, whew, that that defense is, is nasty. The offense is matching the 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 nasty of the defense. And when you know when you got you combine those two elements, that's that's gonna be scary. That's gonna be scary. And, and I agree with BJ said. Um, uh, Buffalo man, they 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 about to take that that step. You know, say that next step into. You know, I say uh, AFC's uh, supremacy for real. If they can win this tonight, they gonna be the team. You know, saying that the, the us, the Chiefs, uh, the Steelers, like who, whomever, um, the Chargers, all of us have to look up to because they gonna be the big dogs. They gonna be the big dogs. Um, Josh Allen, you know, pro- you know, saying he'll probably be another have another MVP candidate type season. Um, you know, he playing well so far. Uh, shout out to uh, Stephon Diggs from the DMV. Um, I'm taking Buffalo. Uh, I'll take them. I'll take them by a touchdown. I believe Kansas City defense will cause something. I can't put my finger on it yet, but I believe Kansas City defense will, you know, saying kind of lay an egg, another egg uh, tonight on national TV. So I got the Bills by a touchdown. All right, Delonte with the Bills by a touchdown. Uh, I'm around this thing out. Buffalo's going to be hard to stop. Patrick Mahomes ain't going to let Kansas City lose. I'm going with Kansas City by three. That's all I got to say about that. I'm going to keep I, it short and sweet. Can I can I put something, add something to it before we move on? What's that? One of the rank looks can be deceiving. Yes, Kansas City's defense is bad. But if you're on the field most of the time, when your offense is bang, bang, and your offense scores super quick and you got to get right back on the field, you're going to look bad on paper, even though they, they're they not a good defense. And I agree with Delonte when they say they're going to have a blunder on national TV. They, you know, they're, 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 I would say they're a middle of the pack, you know, from like that, that 18th to 24th rank type defense. Definitely not, you know, I don't, I think that the, the yardage, you're seeing is because their offense is so bang bang. Your offense scores in two minutes, and you got to get right back on the field. You're not giving that defense chance to rest, and you know you you get to feel that. You know what I'm saying? You you get to you know as the game goes along, you keep letting. When you get the tireder you get, the more big. That's when your big plays start happening. That's when the mental lapses start happening, and I think that's what you see with the Kansas City defense. So Buffalo has to take advantage of that, but at the same time, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make Kansas City have long drives. You have to make them work for their scores. And that one, like one of the things I always say, you have to get to the damn quarterback. If you don't get to the quarterback, like Buffalo's, the upgrade they did with their pass rush over the offseason, 
is going to, you know, we're going to see what it does tonight. Because, you know, if you can't get to them, it's going to be a long day. And they're going to be bang, bang. But can Buffalo's offense be bang, bang with them? They haven't proven that yet this season. They played a lot of bottom, bottom league, bottom of the league defenses. So they have to prove they could be bang, bang with the big boys. So we'll see. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Uh, pretty much the game of the week for me. This is another one. Sideline junkie versus sideline junkie. The New Orleans Saints, who that nation coming to Landover to take on uh, formerly known as Redskin Nation. I guess we're team nation now, whatever. But they coming on to taking uh, on the burgundy and gold. Uh, we got money on the line. We got bets on the line. So, Jameis, please throw three interceptions so I can take Lady C's money. I'll be good with that. Um, Washington's a two-point underdog to New Orleans. 43-and-a-half is the over-under. Uh, Lady C, we talked about this Thursday, keys to victory and everything. Uh, now it comes down to the picks. New Orleans version versus Washington. What you got? So you want me to just do the pick, or do you want me to pick apart your your team? You can't pick apart my team because Taylor Heineke is going to pick apart I your team. Pick, but pick them boys apart. <laughs> so now you know we both two and two. Um. So and we both really don't. We really haven't, you know, shown any momentum because, you know, both teams are unpredictable at this point. It's kind of hard to say who's got the upper hand, um, who's doing good, who's doing bad, because it's such a back and forth um, bounce with with both of our teams. That's pretty much the only good thing I'm going to say about your side. Now, <clears throat> you know, yeah, we have our flaws on New Orleans side, but... You know, y'all's flaws are more pronounced than ours. Just a little bit. Um, so y'all don't um I'm I can't read today. So y'all got like a little false sense of security uh after that Atlanta game. And you know, Jameis, yeah, he going to come in and, and kind of pick y'all apart. He's a little unpredictable, just as Heineke is is, uh, is uh, unpredictable. But um, let's see, I'm flipping through my notes here. But y'all have y'all have some a lot of injuries that's going on this week as well. Scrolling through my notes. I'm sorry, guys. I'm still scrolling sick. through your notes because you're trying to find something bad to say. That's the thing. You trying no, you no, no, you no. you searching no. to find first something all, bad to say. First of all, so let me go ahead and get this straight. Let me go ahead and tell you, I have been knee deep in in horseshit since ten o'clock last night. Since I went to work last night, and I didn't leave until damn near ten o'clock this morning. So my eyes are somewhere between my toes. Just admit it. You can't read. 
Get you know, <laughs> I can eat better than you. Trying to uh, trying to uh, maintain this family family flavor, but mm-hmm. y'all y'all's um, defense breaks down just like Kansas defense breaks down. Um, you know, here a few plays you'll have a strong inside and a weak outside, and then they'll turn around. Y'all have a strong outside and a weak inside. <clears throat> y'all y'all don't get it together. Y'all never just strong as a unit. And that's what it's going to take to get through us. That, that's all I got to say about that. That's what it's going to take. Um, we have a matchup of uh, Heimkin to McLaurin. That's just kind of been heating up a little bit. Um, Lattimore, yeah, he'll have his hands full because McLaurin is kind of, you know, hard to stop a little bit. Um, And my small worry is with Tonio Gibson because he can kind of, you know, exploit our linebackers a little bit. But it, it's cool. We have a strong – we have a, a, a strong offense. You know, um, our defense is a little wavery, but we the guys that we have on our own – on our O-line, is, that's what makes the plays. That's what that's, – that's what our game changer is every time. So – and we also have – you know, it's definitely going to be a pass play because y'all don't really handle the run plays too well. But it's going to be a good game. It's, you know, going to be a good time taking your money. Just remember my cash app. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just in case you, you need to know, you know, Sharon T. And if you need me to spell my you know, if you need me to spell my name, just let me know that too. I got that. I, I'll mm-hmm. let you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll be close, yeah. but you know, I and I want some. my jersey. Pick I actually want a dress, though. I want a jersey dress. But y'all not winning this. We we're gonna pull y'all out, at least by a touchdown, very least, very least. Okay, throw a score out there so we can move on. Because I mean, I got things to say. I know I got I got let. The boss and the man of the hour get in on this too. Come on, let me let me hear what you got to say. What's the score? Give me a score. I can't call. Score. I can't. I can't call no numbers. Is I can't call the numbers. I but we got. So you say win by a touchdown? Okay. Yep. All right. All right. You know what? <clears throat> These are the things that we have around the office. If I swear, if you were sitting across from me right now, I'd throw this stress ball at you, Delonte. Please save me from this. What you got on this New Orleans Washington thing? Ah. Uh. Uh, let me see. Winston, Winston been playing good this this season. Um, I'm glad Coach Payton has realized that it's Winston and not what's the other boy Hill. You know what I'm saying? Like Hill, Hill, you know, Hill's decent, but he kind of gives you more Tim Tebow vibes than anything. Uh, as far as Washington, I think the defense is still trying to figure it out. Um, and, you know, they're trying to pick up the momentum from last year, which I believe they will at some point this season. Once they do, that's 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 easily a top five, top eight-ish defense. 
uh, if we're being honest, um, you know what I'm saying? I just think uh, Sweat and Young, you know what I'm saying? They, they got to get them boys together so, you know, they can recapture that magic from last season, but late last season at that. Um, as far as today, I think, uh, I think, you know, experience, you know what I'm saying, will, will, will trump. So uh, I'm going to give this one to the Saints. Um, it's going to be a close game. I'll, I'll say they'll win by four. They'll win by four points. Um, I, I think, you know what I'm saying, Heineke, he's he, he going he gonna to do a damn thing. But, you know, it's, again, Washington defense trying to, still trying to figure it out. And I think Winston will take advantage of that. So I got the Saints winning by four. BJ, where do I start? First of all, I'm going to say that going into where we're going into, I'm not giving the Washington defense any more credit. So for me, this team is going to have to win with Taylor Heineke, uh, McLaurin, and the rest, Antonio Gibson, JD McKissick. These, this is what's going to have to carry this team. I'm not, I'm not putting anything on this bottom-ranked defense to do anything anymore. The next thing I expect with this defense is Jack Del Rio to be gone. This defense has severely underperformed this season, severely. Okay? So going into this game, and it's at home, it's, at, it's in Landover, it's at FedEx, and New Orleans is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. All right, it's a little gloomy out here today, a little drizzle. You know, good football weather. Um, Antonio Gibson's questionable, but that's – that's. I'm not going to say that's cool. But you got J.D. McKissick back there. You saw what he can do. All right, on the other side of the ball, it is going to be an issue for the Washington defense because – you got Mr. Alvin Kamara back there. And all you got to do is – he doesn't have to have a, a whole lot of space. All you got to do is get him the ball, whether you, you throw him a screen, whether it's a handoff, inside, outside. That Washington defense, me and KG have been talking about it. I got to start my car, y'all. I'm sorry. Has been struggling with the run the last few years with the two Alabama boys in the middle, with the addition of Montez Sweat, with the addition of Chase Young. With Balsick, Cole Holcomb, whoever you put back there, this defense has consistently got gashed on the ground. So now you come in here with the football weather you're going to have today, and now if I'm New Orleans, I ain't even putting Jameis in a position where he got to throw over 20 passes. I don't even know who to back up for um, um, the Saints are as far as the running back, but I'm putting – I'm putting it, the ball in Kamara's hands for at least 30 touches. I'm talking about running and passing. And to uh, you, <laughs> look, Jameis is Jameis. He's very in inconsistent. But when he's on, he's on. We've seen what Taylor Heineke can do, what his potential is. I think that's going to be the game right there. I don't trust either defense. All right? I don't. I don't. Not, especially not the Washington defense. I definitely don't trust them. All right, so um, can Washington pull it out at home? I'm hoping they do. You know, um, you know, it's a team I root for. <sighs> I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be, 
you know, maybe some Heineke magic in there. I think that offense's confidence is high, you know, and we'll see. Can, can FedEx get as loud as it was for the for the Giants game? You know, that all that stuff makes a big difference. It gives you that bold of energy if you're a player on the field and you hear that crowd roaring and thundering and they stomping the seats and all that good stuff. I think Washington can pull it out. I think, I think it's going to be a close game. Will it be over 43? I think it will be over 43. Um, just because both defenses are, you know, I don't want to say, I'm going to say that Washington defense is abysmal, but I won't put that on the, the Saints because they're fifth as far as points allowed, 17.3. Washington's 30th. So something has to give there. Um. New Orleans defense, 11th uh, yards allowed per game at 349.3. Washington, 29th. So, something got to give. So, we're going to see if the Washington offense, because the defense damn sure not going to do it. I hope they do. I hope they wake up some point this season and start being a unit we think they can be. But right now, they're not. And it's going to be on Taylor Heineke, J.D. McKissick, Terry, Scary Terry. We'll see if Curtis Samuel can get in on it. Um, and, and see what this Washington offensive line can do without Brandon Sheriff. That's another big loss. You know, can they jail? Can, can, can they hold that right side without Sheriff? Like, we'll see. Okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. <sighs> Washington 176. Dag on New Orleans, nothing. That's how I feel. I sound like a cowboy fan, don't I? This is these astronomical schools. You you absolutely sound like a bitch, man. You, you sound like a bitch, man. And I'm start I'm starting to question your your loyalty to the Burgundy and Gold. No, 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 no. Never question that. Never question that. But to be honest, Lady C brought up some good points. Yes, we do have some injuries. John Bostic out. Uh, but you still got to worry about Cole Holcomb. You still have to worry about uh Jamin Davis. You still have to worry about. Chase Young getting acquainted. I think this is the week that the the defense they showed flashes last week, a lot more flashes than the first few weeks. This is the week they get it on and they get going. And I'm talking about playing complementary defense, but they're putting the offense in great positions to win this game. And the offense is going to click. This is going to be one of those games where everything just kind of sort of clicks. And I'm going to say Washington 38, New Orleans 14. And uh, I'm going to need you to order my jersey from NFL Shop. Make sure, you know what, I think I'll get a Matt Ioannidis jersey this time. Make sure it's that. So <laughs> Don't leave me yeah, hanging, Jerome. And you, yeah, you, when, 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 when Jameis throws those three interceptions, you know my cash app, Silverback Savage. Get it right. Now, Sharon T, don't forget it. Now, last but not least, this game right here, it, we ain't really got to get into it. We can just throw a squad, but it's a special game. The Indianapolis Colts coming to Baltimore tomorrow night to play the Ravens. Um, Ravens are seven-point favorites. Over-under is 46. Here's my thing. This is why it's a special game. For those of you that are not old enough to remember, the Colts used to play in Baltimore long before the Ravens were even thought of. The Colts were 
the team. You know, this is a successful team. NFL champions won a Super Bowl and Super Bowl five. Uh, even was a part of one of the greatest upsets in Super Bowl history and uh, Super Bowl three. But all in all, a lot of legends passed through old Memorial Stadium. And then one night they were gone. They were in Indianapolis. And then you have 12 years, no team. A lot of bad blood between Baltimore and the Indianapolis Colts. And now they're coming back to Indianapolis. And if I'm not, I'm coming back to Baltimore. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Colts have only won maybe once or twice since they've came back. And that Super Bowl V Lombardi trophy is still possession of the city of Baltimore. That's crazy. But I will say this. Baltimore will win this game handily. The fans of the Ravens, Baltimore uh, residents, old fans of the Colts will go to sleep Monday night with the biggest smile on their face because Baltimore is going to run away with this game. This game is going – the over-under is 46. I think Baltimore is going to score 45, and I'm just being honest. Now, I'm going to throw it around the table. Uh, go Lady C, uh, Delonte, then uh, BJ, and then we can wrap this thing up and get on up out of here. I have no qualms with everything that you just said, Keg G. You actually said something right this time. Um, as long as you're not talking about the Saints, we're good. Um. But yeah, you got the Ravens. You got you got Wentz versus Jackson. So you know, Jackson is kind of at the peak of his. You know, if he's not at his peak, he's quickly approaching his peak. And I really think it'll just be a a battle of the QBs today. And Lamar is just going to tear through Indianapolis. They have a pretty good defense, but. It's, it's something that he's just going to pick apart, like, easily, blindfold, single-handedly. Um, nothing really too much to say about him. Because um, the Ravens so far, you know, they're averaging, like, 53 points, you know, total maybe. Um <clears throat> So I I have nothing I have nothing on that other than Baltimore. Baltimore will take this. They have it. It's it's gonna be an easy game. Like I, I, I don't know, it's gonna be an easy game. I see Baltimore in ten. I even call it the thirty twenty. So that that's it. That's me. Delonte. Oh, sorry, I was on mute. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is one of those no-brainer games. This, this might even kind of start the, the uh, spell, the decline, or the ultimate demise of Carson Wentz. Um, you know, a lot of injuries, and then when he does play over the past few seasons, been a lot of turnovers, a lot of bad decisions, a lot of bad throws. Um. You know, uh, 
I think I think Baltimore, man, I, I, their, their defense, and trust me, I seen it firsthand last week. So I, I know, you know what I'm saying, their defense is beyond nasty. It's very physical. You know what I'm saying? And the hits are legal, too. That's the scary part. So I think it'd be Baltimore, no problem. Um, they'll win that one by at least two touchdowns. BJ? Baltimore definitely. I, I'm I'm definitely going with Baltimore in this, and and I think uh, um, the Colts have got some bad luck. You know, they can't. They got a quarterback that can't stay healthy. They they got a good team. They just they can't. They're not consistent enough on offense because they can't keep their quarterback in in the game. And I feel bad for Frank Wright uh, because he's a good coach. Good offensive coach. I think, you know, if he had a quarterback that could play and, and not, you know, injury prone, I think you can see a, a different Indianapolis coach. But I'm going to keep this short. Um, I'm going to take Baltimore and I'm going to take the seven points. It's, it's in MT Bank, you know. Um, that's that, that's a, the Monday night game tomorrow. You know, you hope for a close game to be entertained, but. Um, you know, right now the Colts have four people that are out now on the injury report. So, you know, I'm going with Baltimore. They're the more consistent team. I'm going with Lamar to put some points up. And uh, I think you'll see some garbage time points from the Colts after, you know, part Baltimore goes up by a bunch. So give me the Colts and I'm going to take the seven points with the Colts. I mean, the, the Ravens. I'm sorry. All right. And now we come to the end of the show. Um, everybody that decided to pay for that debacle of a fight last night, I want to say I'm sorry. Um, that was $80 wasted. <clears throat> for those of you that paid for it, anybody that streamed it for free, I tip my hat to you because, you know, you came out on the winning end of that. But uh, yeah, I, I wasted time to stream it for free, too. <laughs> the time it took to get on, the time it took to connect to the streaming, <laughs> shit, the fight I, was over. I, I think Lovey <laughs> has something to say. Uh, hello, what? what you got to say? What happened with your fight last? She wanted to unfollow. I'm going to unfollow him. I'm done with him. We is through. That that's what you wanted to say, Mama. I don't want to fight no more. Hmm. She's a little upset in her feelings about that. And you know what, man? I was talking to our, our, our other sideline junkie, Gary, because he he's a he's a boxing and aficionado, and I'm going to get him on the show to talk some boxing. But, you know, I, I haven't followed boxing hard in 20 years, so I, you know, I don't know a lot. But I do know that um, Deontay Wilder has just dropped down the ranks a lot. Like, this is his second fight, and from what I understand, he got embarrassed. And now it's, you know, instead of redeeming himself from the first fight, he gets his ass whooped again. And, you know, he's probably in the corner getting ice on his head like it was four, five of them. I couldn't, I, I just couldn't. <laughs> they were coming from each direction. I just, that boy got eight arms. <laughs> he got jumped last night. Yeah, did. I mean, you know, but with all seriousness now, you know, you know, Fury moves on. 
Uh, and, and I had he, he just uh, Gary just told me who who would be up next to fight him, and of course I forgot. But now you know Deontay Wilder drops back down the rankings, and you know he got to prove himself now to get back even up there to you know Tyson Fury. If I'm Tyson Fury, I'm not not even entertaining the thought of fighting him again. Like you you got you got at least two fights before you come back to me. You got to prove yourself. So, and that's all I got. Cause I, like I said, I, you know, I don't follow boxing as hard, but I do know that much. Agree. Uh, we're going to have to break that down. I, Tuesday night or something like that. We, we had to break down this fight, but the memes are already out. The videos and the voiceovers. Ha ha. Uh, ha ha. Uh, Davis got one. And that is absolutely hilarious. Uh, but Hey, it takes a, a brave man to, to walk into a fight knowing you about the fight and standing there getting hit for 11 rounds and getting your, your, your melon rebooted. But more power to you. Used to be my path. Not anymore. I'm a little older now. so. Hey, let, let me say something about the fight because I, I watched it too for free. And, and, and like Lady C said, yeah, even that was a waste of time. But I still got to give uh, Wilder his props because – well, I, I believe it was he actually knocked them down twice in one round. Mm-hmm. It, it, it looked promising at one point for him. I was like, oh, is he about to do this? And you could tell he kind of, you know, had his second win and, you know, saying so he kind of got his swagger back, as they used to say back in like, what, 08, 09. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, I, it, I'm concerned about the training or maybe the lack thereof or how much training because. I'm gonna keep it real. By midway through the second round, that man was already gassed. God, he was gassed. Yes. Mid, midway through the second round, he was already gassed, and he was look. He was like, "Damn, I just, I just want, I just want to get my game person, go home, take my wife, and you know, just, just think about my boxing future." Like, Damn. But you know what I'm saying? You, you know, we as men, you know what I'm saying? Is we have a great sense of pride, so. You know what I'm saying? He, he wanted to, you know, say kind of hang in there and kind of show and prove. That's why I, I give him props because he got his ass whooped, you know what I'm saying, most of the night. But he, you know, he, until the 11th round is when he finally went down. And even then, I believe uh, the comment he made to his, um, his trainer was, I could have kept going. Nah, no, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have. Because at, at that point, it would have been, it had been something different. You know what I'm saying? It had been, it had been, Borderline scary if you kept going. So I, I think I, I agree with the referee ending the fight when he did. Um, but yeah, as I I think he needed to take probably like 18 months off, kind of just to think about things, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy the fruits of his labor. Because he got money. He got money. But you know what I'm saying? Just, if that boy take 18 months off, he just need to retire. <laughs> yeah, well, he that or, 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 or maybe slim it up to a year or something. I He just he needs to train better. Because like I said, midway through the second, like a minute and 30 left in the second round, his eyes was already wide and his, you know what I'm saying, his mouth was already like just, like he was like, oh, man. And Tyson looking like, is this lad all right? You know what I'm saying? So just train harder, train better, man. But I still give him props because he he hung in there. He tried. Absolutely, he did try. But uh we gonna we 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 gonna put a pin in that and we're gonna come back on Tuesday and dig into that 
along with, you know, little post game and everything. But Tuesday, we definitely got to dig into it because it's so much to unpack with that fight. And only only we can, you know, really get into it our way. But expect some controversy coming from that. But until then, make sure you set your fantasy lineups. It's 12 o'clock on the East Coast. So set your fantasy lineups. But always remember, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace out. Peace. Hey, Kasha.